Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook. I am here to get you healthy and keep you healthy. Today we're going to talk about something that uh, isn't necessarily considered in the realm of health and fitness until you stop and think about uh, how zeroed in it is to wellness, and that is burnout. Um, you know, what what is burnout? Um, I don't know if you've heard the word. It's kind of trending a little bit. Um, but, but what is it? How can you avoid it? Um, you know, burnout is truly just a state of physical emotional and mental exhaustion caused by excessive stress. Uh, it's, it's truly a common problem in the world today. We are people who are constantly bombarded with demands from family, work, and other areas of life. Uh, this actually starts at such an early age. Um, as I record this show, um, school is starting. We're in the middle of August, and school buses are rampant. And and as a mother of four, um, I can tell you that the the expectations of just going to school are so high. Um, but but we're resilient. Uh, we can handle stress. Uh, we are made to handle work. We are made to handle family. We are made to handle all sorts of stressors in our life. But the difference between somebody that's headed toward burnout um, and somebody that is is able to just kind of handle the stressors of life and get through it, uh, the big difference is, is that balance. So burnout can have a significant impact, uh, not only on your health, both physically and mentally, but it could lead to fatigue, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and even diseases, autoimmune diseases, heart diseases. So it makes it very difficult to concentrate and make decisions when you're under such an enormous amount of stress. And if there's more stress in your life than there is non-stress, then you are going to be headed toward burnout. Um, you know, one thing that's really kind of come out, I think, uh, in the last few years is um, how important it is to, to try and control your stress, but how important it is to tackle those stressors with the balance of your other expectations. So I'm going to kind of go right into uh, that work-life balance here because burnout oftentimes is associated with work-life balance. And if you're not somebody that works uh, per se, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're retired, um, you just you know don't have a job right now, you, this still pertains to you um, because if you're a mom, you know, do you have mom life balance? Um, you know, if you're retired, are, you know, are you truly retired? Are you spending more time now doing, you know, hobbies and running around and helping with others um, than your own life? And this this happens, like I said, you know, you could be a kindergartner um, who is uh, in a million activities, but if that kindergartner is balancing it with the important aspects of their life, then they're not going to be headed toward burnout. Um, and so so let's kind of go into that. Uh, what is work-life balance? And, and again, I, I want you to remember if you're not working to kind of 
signify work with your with your other um, major job or expectation of the day. But work-life balance is the ability to effectively manage the demands of your life um, and your personal life, um, your work life and your personal life. So, you know, this would pertain, you know, your motherhood life, your retired life, your golf life, you know, whatever it is. Um, are you fitting in personal life things? Um, it's about finding that healthy equilibrium between the two so that you can be successful in, in both areas. Now, um, as a functional uh, diagnostic practitioner, I can tell you I see labs now. I run labs of, of patients of mine, and I can see their cortisol levels. Cortisol, as we all know, is that stress hormone. Um, it's released by our adrenals. And if you don't know where your adrenals are, they're located right on your kidneys. So, um, you know, when you get that like rev of, a, of adrenaline, you know, you're just either super mad or you, you just get angry. Okay, that's adrenaline. That comes from your adrenals. But another hormone that comes from your adrenals is that cortisol. Um, if you watch any TV, <laughs> any infomercial, um, you're going to associate cortisol to belly fat. Um, and, and that's because if our cortisol levels are higher than the counteracting hormone, which is uh, DHEA, it's, it's, the, it's the rest and digest hormone. Um, it's the growth hormone that we get when we sleep. Um, it's what our adrenals will release when we are resting, um, listening to music, taking our dogs for a walk. Okay, those are all things that are associated with personal life. So, so over cortisol um, might be overworking and not taking enough time to rest and digest. So so that balance is what it's all about. And and before I go on and kind of talk about why it's important, I also want to state that uh, that equilibrium, um, that word equilibrium means uh, you're, you're kind of balancing both, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be 50-50. Um, you know, you can actually have a little bit of a balancing act throughout your life where maybe, maybe, maybe works, you know, at 60% and life's at 40, but you know that that's only going to be temporary and you have a vacation coming up and then that equilibrium is going to slide right back to that 50-50. Um, so, you know, the same thing goes with kids. Um, if you're going to put them in a million different activities, they're resilient as long as you subsidize with that family balance. Make sure that they are going on their play dates and, and having fun with their friends. Um, that balance, again, is essential. So why is it important for an adult um, to gauge this? Well, uh, as I started the show, I talked about burnout. Um, burnout will cause you to dislike uh, your passion. Um, you know, teachers, for example, are passionate, passionate people. They, they give their lives to help the youth or help help the educational system. Um, oftentimes they, they do have burnout because they're constantly either helping, staying after school, putting in those extra hours, learning. Um, that causes this burnout and it causes that profession to, to leave their job earlier. Um, you can look at statistics of what average uh, careers are for, for certain professions and most of them are extinguished early because of, of that burnout. Um, so, so that right there is an important reason. If you love what you do, um, don't overdo it. The day will come where you will be looking right at it and, and resent it. So, so take that time for your passion, but then take that time for the other parts of your life. Um, so, so not only is it important for that, but having that balance, um, 
kind of puts you in control uh, of yourself. Um, anybody that doesn't have work-life balance kind of falls into the trap of, but I have to do this. But if I don't do this, no one will. It's my expectation. Um, but but as soon as you realize um, that you can create boundaries, um, uh, my favorite one that I help with my clients is, you know, have a hard stop. Um, have a hard stop at five o'clock if that works for you or six o'clock. Have a hard stop at eight o'clock if that's what it is, but make it a hard stop. Don't take another phone call. Don't answer another text. Don't open up your emails because you know what will happen. Um, your hard stop means you're done. And and come up with what a, a good time for you might be. Um, again, this might change throughout the year. School just started. Everybody's schedules are, are completely uh, up in the air. But um, this is something that I, I recently started practicing. And um, as somebody that has a lot of clients and any business owner, I think, uh, entrepreneur would be in the position where you just don't know um, when to turn it off. And uh, I've been more productive um, when I have my hard stops. Um, I flat out tell my clients, and they've all heard me say, um, I have a hard stop um, at 6 p.m. Um, I, I go to the fire department, as you know. Uh, today we're doing yoga. I've already dedicated that I don't take clients after that um, because that is, that's my boundary. Um, has my productivity increased? It 100% has increased. Um, but, but what research shows is that your stress will decrease because now it's it's your expectation. You're done at that time. Um, uh, maybe it's the weekends. Maybe you're somebody that uh, can't fit everything in during the week. So then you add that extra shift of work on the weekends. Um, well, now your equilibrium's off um, because you're working Monday through Friday. Um, and even though you, you think, uh, well, it's only a couple hours on Saturday, you're not giving yourself that break for that balance. Um, not only will it increase uh, your uh, physical health, of course, and your mental health, but your relationships will improve, of course. And, you know, this is kind of an avenue that's that's difficult uh, to take because sometimes uh, people that don't have that equilibrium are either uh, not wanting to face something, uh, in denial of something, or, or just don't know where to start with something. And what I mean by that is if if you're always on the go, um, you're you're always the one that uh, doesn't take time for that personal life. Um, your family, your friends are going to get used to you being that person. Um, and they will no longer invite you um, to come to the soccer game or, you know, take your kid to uh, the park because it's, it's out of your realm. Um, of course, your relationships will improve because now you're going to make time for those extra things. And if you do have a hard stop at a certain time, you're going to find that you have lots of extra time to develop new um, and fun things in your life. Um, and then lastly, of course, it, it's going to make you happier and more fulfilled. Um, so so with all of those positive, wonderful things, um, you may be wondering, you know, it can't all be this bed of roses. <laughs> and you're right, it's not. Uh, there are a lot of setbacks um, in work-life balance. Um, and, and, and you really have to kind of learn how to navigate your way through. Um, you know, one setback might be that you are feeling behind at work. Um, another setback might be that your, uh, your peers, uh, the people that you work with, are always expecting you 
to pick up that extra shift. Um, they're always expecting you to stay that hour later. And now now you feel guilty because you feel like you're letting them down. Um, and, you know, that is that's a huge roadblock because that is going to increase your stress and anxiety. But, um, you know, take it from me uh, as, as I personally have, have incorporated this into my life. No one is going to argue with you. Um, uh, nobody that needs you to stay that extra hour uh, is going to argue with you when you say to them, I have to get home. I have dinner plans with my family. You know, and, and, and it is hard to say that. Um, but then you can also reciprocate with, hey, you know, they need me again next week. Sure, I'll, I'll help you out and give you that extra hour. There's that balance. Um, and believe me, your family then will understand if you have to stay an hour later. Um, if you call home every once in a while and say, hey, I'm going to pick up this extra shift. Um, it, it just becomes, again, um, that equilibrium. That's what you want. Now, now let's talk about the setbacks of work life imbalance. Okay, this is this is where you are completely off. A lot of professions I may add, um, you know, have different times of the year, um, where maybe you're busier. Um, but but again, remember that during that busy time equilibrium, um, you're going to slide back uh, when that busy time lets off to make time for the other things in your life. Um, and, and this is a big one for teachers. You know, the, the during the year is so hectic uh, and then summer is nothing going on. Uh, create that balance. So so when you don't have that balance, again, you have that, that stress. Um, but studies have shown uh, heart problems such as heart disease, obesity, depression, uh, all are connected with that burnout. Um, you know, your heart rate's going to be higher. Your blood pressure is going to be higher. Um, you can't keep doing that day in and day out. Um, you're, you're eventually going to have decreased productivity. Um, you know, our brains are, are created in such a marvelous way. Um, and one thing that our brains need, our bodies need, is, is sleep. Um, I know you've heard studies on sleep. I'm going to do another podcast soon on this because it's, it's more important than you think. Um, every app out there um, uh, emphasizes how important it is to get that deep sleep. Um, and, and you might think you're sleeping, um, but if you're not getting that deep sleep, then uh, your productivity will decrease. Um, you, you can only go so far before you snap. And then, of course, that poor relationships with family and friends. Um, so if you're just joining us, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, W-H-R-U-L-P. And I'm talking about work burnout. I'm talking about imbalances in, in relationships and in lives. So I, I'm going to kind of um, zone in on uh, the population that doesn't have a formal job. Um, you know, the population of maybe um, the moms out there that are stay-at-home. Uh, believe me, that's the hardest job out there. Um, you know, we have our retired population. We have our population that, you know, doesn't have a work for, uh, work uh, commitment for some reason. Um, you know, that is just as important. Uh, you need to find something that fulfills you and make sure you have that balance. Um, I, I recently just left a client's uh, home of mine, and uh, her biggest issue truly was the imbalance of her motherhood um, with her rest of her life. And that happens a lot to young moms, um, especially if you have several 
young ones at home at once, um, you know, you're spinning a thousand different plates. And if you're not spinning a plate for a kid, you're doing something that has to do something for the kid. <laughs> so so your mind is just inundated in this. Um, and if you are somebody that uh, is staying home because your spouse is working and maybe they're having to put in that extra time, there's that imbalance there. So now you have two people married to each other, <laughs> living in a house with small children, making noise all the time that are highly stressed. And, and you could see where this can go. Um, so, you know, what do you do when you're in a situation like this? Um, well, always uh, get get ahead of it. Um, you know, plan those date nights. Um, don't let a week or two go by without having that balance, that that separation. Um, you know, maybe it's mom uh, getting out uh, without the kids, watching a movie, um, just even going in the room secluded um, to get to do what she wants for a couple hours. You know, set that in as what you're going to do to have that balance and be consistent with it. Because the other thing that I find is people will do it. But then they'll do it for two or three weeks. It'll be great. And then they slide right back into their old habits. Um, so, you know, this is where having a timer on your phone or an app of some sort that's going to remind you um, the importance of your goals. Um, so some statistics on work-life balance and health. And, and you know me. Um, it's all in the statistics. I love hearing the, the history and, and all of the uh, analytics behind it. But a study uh, that was done by the American Psychological Association found that 80% of employees say that they experience a work-life conflict uh, every single week. Uh, so, you know, that sounds a little high, but let's think about that. In one week's time, I think I probably experienced 100 of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, from uh, the, the kid falling, the garage door not opening, someone needing to be home for Amazon, you know, the dog is, you know, uh, not responding, whatever. <laughs> uh, these are work-life conflicts and and they always impede with work um they always impede with now i have to cancel a client now i have to cancel this seminar now i have to cancel this appointment um if you're somebody that uh works outside the home same exact thing uh 80 is a lot that's a lot of stressors now now what could you do to fix that of course if you start separating your time a little bit so that you can make appointments uh, so that you can take care of matters during the day when you have that time that's going to help you with work-life balance. Um, but the same study found that employees with this high level of work-life conflict are actually more likely to experience stress, anxiety, and depression. Um, and it continues on to say that of those 80%, uh, 64% of them uh, have been on some sort of anxiety or depression medication. Uh, you know, so now, you know, we're going now into that spectrum of, of now we're taking pharmaceuticals to calm us um, because we can't handle the balance or, or the stressors. Um, another study by Harvard Business Review found that employees with a good work-life balance are more productive and creative. Um, and, and within the last decade, there's a lot of companies um, that have really honed in on the importance of the work-life balance, certainly since COVID. Um, and technology changing, uh, a lot of professions can now all be done from home, which helps immensely with work-life balance. Um, uh, back in my personal trainer days, uh, when I had my first, you know, gym in my house, I, I worked, you know, I worked full-time, but the, no, I don't care what anybody says. When you're home, uh, you can throw in that load of laundry, um, you can, you know, be there for that Amazon man, you can care, take care of that dog when it's sick, you know, so th that's a really big option. Um, 
Um, but it also comes with a lot of caution, of course, because if you work from home um, and you don't take care of yourself in other aspects, uh, like your personal life, and you end up working, you know, 85 hours that week at home, then that, that's going to have its downfalls as well. Um, and then my final study that I want to share found that uh, employees that have good work-life balance are more likely to stay with their jobs. Um, and this is this is a big one. Um, I have a lot of entrepreneur friends, uh, small business owners that uh, have teams of people. And, you know, one of the bigger things that they're really pushing now is, uh, you know, you, you get your personal days, um, you get your, uh, you know, mental health days. You know, this these have been put in um, and implemented to decrease the burnout uh, and increase the stress. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this, uh, and this is something that kind of flashed into my head. Um, when I first went back to work, uh, after I had my oldest daughter, who's now 25, uh, I worked full-time. I was a teacher. And any mother who has ever left uh, a small child, you know, that no matter what, that's a really difficult transition to make. Um, and I remember about three or four weeks into the school year, um, I, I was responsible for all these second graders, you know, they were coming up to me, you know, couldn't tell what time it was, they're hungry, you know, and they loved every minute of being at school. So, you know, I loved being their teacher. Um, but, you know, I, I, I had this separation. So I vividly remember taking a day off. <laughs> calling in sick because <laughs> you know back then you just there there was no uh, personal days um, if they were personal days you had to have you know a written reason I remember taking the day off and driving to a mall that was like an hour away <laughs> so I could be that mom you know take her to the little play area and and you know it, it, if you think about how many women um, who either have to work uh, or work because they want to um, it is essential that you you plug in that um, and any child will worship you for having that great balance. Uh, they will definitely appreciate it. Um, recently, I, I, I spoke to uh, one of my clients about how they were able to create work-life balance. After working an 80-hour work week and doing this consistently for five straight years. Okay, this uh, this special guest of mine actually worked for a company that's now foreclosed. Um, it went bankrupt way before COVID. And, you know, he's telling me all of this now, you know, gosh, 10 years later, but he told me that he realized that he needed to make the change when they started, uh, when he started to experience health problems. Um, and this person's a runner. Um, he has run several marathons, but uh, his blood pressure was going up. And his weight was going up. Um, he also started to really feel unhappy. Um, he started going to work, resenting uh, his staff, resenting his employees. He actually realized that he had become an angrier person. Um, shortly, kind of in the middle of his career, uh, he ended up having a, a little girl who's actually now in fifth grade. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's when the boundaries really started settling in. Um, you know, having a child a little later in life kind of made him go, whoa. But uh, there were no extras. Uh, there were no extra projects. There were no late hours. Um, he started taking more breaks during the day, um, little 15-minute breaks. And, you know, as somebody that has a day-in, day day-out bombarded schedule, I can tell you taking a 10-minute break uh, so you can catch a breather, take your, you know, a, a breath will change everything. 
Um, don't schedule them in and skip them. Uh, make them part of your day. Um, and so, you know, as he was telling me this, I was just so respectful for him um, because, of course, now that company has foreclosed and he's got ill feelings towards that because of all the hours they put them, you know, him through. Um, but but now um, he's taken his health um, into his own hands. Uh, he works for another company. He's got amazing work-life balance. Uh, he recently told me that uh, upon his interview, um, uh, he was asked to travel um, 70% of the month. Um, and he actually turned down the job. And this was during a time where he had no job um, because of, of the implications of what that would mean. And the company met him halfway. Um, and so so that's, that's my happy tale. Um, if you don't make that effort, you're not going to know. Um, uh, my friend found this amazing work-life balance. Uh, and now, again, they're happier and healthier than ever. So I'm going to leave you with some tips uh, to create this balance. And, and I hope that uh, everything that you heard in the show will definitely um, uh, wither its way into your life. But the biggest one, set those boundaries. Um, you, you can't just uh, go to work tomorrow saying you're going to do this. <laughs> set your boundaries. Um, mark your calendar off for the 15 minutes during the day. Um, make it a hard stop. Uh, start telling your employees that that you're implementing this. Um, and, and the biggest one, and this is such a hard one, is learn to say no. Uh, we, we are all pleasers. We all want to do and help. But oftentimes, and I found this, um, oftentimes when we, we say yes all the time, we provide entitlement uh, either to our family, our clients, uh, our friends, um, and, and it gets overused. And, and the person doesn't even realize they're doing it. Uh, you know, so let me give you an example. My daughter, um, who just started high school, uh, texted me and said she forgot her lunch. Um, you know, for me to bring her her lunch, normally I'd be like, yeah, I'll bring it. You know, I'll drop everything, cancel my client, call my client, tell my guy to do a phone instead of video to get her her lunch. But instead I said to her, Ava, I'm only going to bring you your lunch one time this year. Is there any other option for you to eat today? And she, of course, she said, yeah, I can go to the cafeteria. <laughs> but we don't take the time to ask. And, and, and you know what? That saved me probably an hour of chaos. So, so learn to say no, but, but say yes when you need to, of course, and, and learn how to differentiate that. Um, you know, take your, your breaks throughout the day. Um, I'm very proud to say that even before this show, before coming in, I, I built in a 15-minute breather um, to catch up on my texts and my emails because that's the other thing we do. Uh, we're, we're careless when our minds are, are multi-tracking. Um, and, of course, uh, spend time with loved ones. Uh, get a pet. Uh, give a handshake. Give a hug. Go for, uh, you know, a little walk in the park. Uh, experience nature because all of those things are going to make the changes and they're going to improve your overall health and well-being. So I hope this helps and I hope you can achieve that balance. Have a great day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're doing.